It's Tom. It's Jake. You already know. It's pretty spot on. All right, ready? All right, we are back for another quick take. What are we diving into today? Uh, I don't know. I thought you you had something slick, Rick. I don't know if we have anything planned. Uh, we're just going to... No, I'm just kidding. So today <laughs> we're doing... Wow, we're freaking comedians over here. We're going to talk about, I think, something that a lot of the comments, reviews, a lot of the feedback we've gotten so far has been around kind of like, wow, like I really appreciate your transparency. And we've always tried to be an open book, but about like some of the business related things. You know, we are creatives. We also have kind of auxiliary businesses and stuff. So I think today was going to be our attempt to disclose stuff we've learned along the way from starting your first online business. If you're a filmmaker and you're looking to have a side hustle, open up a site, sell some online products, some LUTs, presets, you know, obviously there's a lot of ways you can go about that, but there are some things that we learned firsthand doing that. Well, even beyond just digital, but maybe even if it's a small sure. physical product side hustle, totally. if you're making and selling wood uh, belts or like leather anything. goods I'm just or thinking of stuff that a lot of filmmakers kind of usually do have the, the digital, a lot of yeah, digital yeah. products around kind of like presets and you know, but no, it could be this. A lot of this can be literally copy and pasted to any sort of starting of a business. Um, yeah, I think we should also relate it to like, for example, Prism, you know, trying to if you have an idea as a filmmaker for a product that would make your life easier as a filmmaker, how do you go about making it, producing it? What's some of the but just the work load that goes into yeah. that from business side outside of just like, yeah. I and know. I, I just want to be like uber transparent like we will try to to some degree if you know we can recall these numbers with accuracy just like you know definitely talk about like hard costs so you could be prepared or think about like wow that right actually is something i may not look into like there's a moment because right well, even right even off the rip even recently to get a patent for this thing we were doing yeah. for prism lens effects to patent yeah boom all like, the lawyer fees like probably 7500 bucks yeah from the patent lawyer fees etc so like, i mean in just disclosing those numbers you, you you could try and google how much is our patent you'll find various numbers but like we literally just, you know so that's kind of the intention of this episode just like hey look a yeah. little like kind of business pod 101 for filmmakers looking to kind of build a side hustle i'm right. going to frame this first sort of chapter of this podcast around yeah maybe someone who's looking to simply build an online e-com store sell some digital assets, maybe some Lightroom presets, course, anything. Because in a lot of ways, and I will say this, selling a digital product in today's sort of world is probably your best case scenario in terms of margins. Margins are your profitability. Say you sell your product for $35, but it costs you $16 to produce that shirt, that prism, whatever. You're only netting. Netting is like what you actually make or take home, 15 bucks. For a digital product, if you upload a Lightroom preset for forty-five or fifty dollars, just make it even. It almost costs you nothing other than your time that you took to build it, and the rest is profitability. You're not going to shipping I, and all, a lot for the most but part. But my caveat, yeah, caveat to that is, depending on the assets and and, and bandwidth you get into, is the website cost, servers. You know, if you have video, no, yeah. like, I mean, we just, for example, we have all of our videos, promo videos, tutorials, and different things for our digital assets on Vimeo. And we had to pay a massive, like, $6,000 bill for the year yeah. just, just, just to host 
our videos. That's not yeah. servers. That's not website. That's not. So customer yeah, I think that actually that, is know, kind of an asterisk where I'm saying like, oh, right. the margins are great. When you do get to a scale right. of company to right. where there are you know hundreds, if not thousands, of people visiting your ecom site a day. That just simple traffic actually has a cost, and that's called right. bandwidth. Bandwidth, without getting too in the weeds, is literally the cost it you know takes for an internet provider to give data to somebody. If that's someone downloading your digital asset, we pay about seventeen cents per gigabyte. So if our file is one gigabyte, you purchase it, I you download it, and I give it to you. It costs me seventeen cents to give just it to for you. that. So moment. I made a thirty dollar product, and you bought it. It my margins are pretty low if you just consider the bandwidth. But if I'm selling, say, light leaks, anamorphic flares, we have some stuff on our server that is like sixty to eighty gigabytes. That's costing us five or six dollars just to give it to you. So right. that's something to consider is making your products pretty light. If it's you know contracts, templates, LUTs, presets, those are all under a hundred megabytes. So that's pretty light in terms of delivery. But as you start to scale, there are things that we've learned from, you know, moving over to Shopify and some of the apps. I mean, we get hit with a Shopify bill of like six or $7,000 a month, just yeah. in all the apps, the fees, I think our servers to literally just the, the actual servers are like six or seven grand a month. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's literally just the servers to where all the files are encrypted. That way you can't just like go and right click download, like they're all encrypted. So if you buy something right now, they go on the server, right? you know, and so all that just that, all that stuff costs money. Yeah. So, well, even beyond that, if you start to grow and scale, like initially grassroots, like we're selling like Squarespace, you know Squarespace, Space, but it's just me and you. We're handling customer service. We're doing everything. We're yeah. we're doing our own just social media promotion. But like as you start to scale and grow, you've got to hire someone to do the emails. You've got to get an accountant. Yeah, you got to pay for. Are you paying for advertisement? Do you have a creative agency? Are you doing everything yourself? Are you? Yeah. What apps do you have within your website that cost money? Yeah. The just there's so many other monetary factors that start to play into it that people don't even in a digital yeah. asset company that you don't even realize let alone a physical product company, for sure you know so with prism there's a lot of like just even the shipping Freight. the shipping materials alone from the shipping cost of our products but all the little elements that go into giving a single product a single filter over to someone from the boxes to the bubble wrap to the thank you card yeah to the pouch that the filter's in to the, even the sticker on the box the sticker on the like box five cents to the person you know I mean? to the person that has to package that to the person like there's so many things and you know so, what's so crazy a lot of that people just pull the filter out and throw that all away but yeah. like it needs to arrive in one piece so like it's a necessary evil so yeah. i will say like if if, if this is sort of listen you're listening to this for inspiration like, oh i want to start like a little side hustle a physical product brand, we did after Tropic where we actually learned a lot of those kind of things about building a company, building an e-com site. But if that's going to be your first product, oh, I want to sell shirts. I want to sell, you know, whatever it is. You want to sell uh, sandbags or whatever. Like just think the the actual thing is, you know, it. I would say it's a little more difficult. It is, you know, you have inventory depending yeah. on like where you're manufacturing, yeah. if it's US or otherwise, like it's just simply there's the cost of goods. Um, and then literally the cost of the, like, say your, your shirt costs seven, let's just use a t-shirt. A lot of people sell shirts, right? Your shirt maybe costs $15 to make. 
you know, ballpark, you sell it for 50, but you run some Facebook advertising, some Google, some email campaigns. There's the shipping, the packing. Maybe by the time it actually, you get a sale, it's costing you about $30, all that stuff considered. So you're only really bringing home 15 bucks from a shirt. You know what I mean? So like, is that, you know, you have to kind of like really weigh all the pipeline, you know? And that's, I think when we're getting started out, like we're like, oh, cool. Like our margins are pretty solid on this. But when you actually factor in, payroll taxes this and oh, sure we have that so that's the thing i think a lot of people don't even yeah take into account and maybe that was chapter two is like taxes. obviously when you get yeah that maybe that's actually a dedicated little thing i'm going to dive into right now when we first when you set up a squarespace shopify i think there's like big uh, woocommerce there's so many right would you use uh, right. your store for buff nerds big cartel big cartel yeah so many of these right like, where is that money going? If I literally go to your store right now and buy, is that money going to PayPal? Is that money going to Thomas Taher's, you know, personal bank, bank account? account? Like, and when we started, that's literally what we were doing. Funny enough, my bank account, when I, because I was the one setting yeah. up a lot of the websites, all of my social security numbers were attached to Tropic Color. So it looked like Thomas Taher was making 200 or 300K a year when we first started out. And I was like, wait, and it just messed all my taxes yeah, up. Yeah. And it was like, no, wait, like I only made half of that, but actually, you know, it was like- Cause the other half's going to Jake yeah, and my business uh, partner, but like you had set it up under, dude, yeah. so the woes of like, so just right being off so the rip, green, if you just, trying to start I think a business. the biggest tip I can give you, even if you're like, you know what, I don't know if I'm gonna really pursue this, I wanna give it a shot. It doesn't cost you that much. Go to a bank, sit down with a banker. You need to incorporate your company, ideally yeah. with your accountant, or you can just Google how to incorporate. I would recommend LLC. You could do an S corp if it's like a lot of other people involved. Yeah, that's. I don't want to get too in the weeds of that, but basically, form get that company formed. Hundred percent. Take that EIN number, which is the corporation being filed. Go to your Chase or Wells Fargo, saying, "Hey, I want to open up." John Smith LLC. And now all that money from your Squarespace Shopify can go into that bank account. And now that ba- that company's making the money, but you as John Smith is not reporting that. They just You need to detach right. it. F- for a couple of reasons. One, you want to detach it in that way. So it looks like the company's not making that money and not yourself. And then ultimately you're going to put yourself on payroll under that 100%. company. So you will be making money through that company as a paid employee. Because one of the biggest mistakes we made is like, we had like a really good month from prison. We're like, cool, I'm going to send you 10 grand and send you 10 grand. We're like, cool. And like, it was just so like arbitrary money, like where we were just like, cool, we had a good month, pay ourselves more. Yeah. When you do that, you're actually bleeding the company because I feel like in a lot of ways, you think, oh, as the company makes more, I make more. Yes and no. I think it makes more sense to set up a payroll. Not only that, because yeah. if you're just paying yourself 10 here, five here, you're going to owe all that yeah. in taxes. Learn, learn from our mistakes. Early on, we just, before we had a business manager and an accountant, we did things so grassroots and we just like, we just didn't know we were any dumb. Better. We didn't know any better and we were dumb. We're Again, we didn't go to business school. We went, you know. We're like, to, well, the company made a hundred this month. Let's just give you 50 and me 50. And like, right. we didn't that now what we were doing right you know? right and so yeah it's super important also setting up an llc in a business in that way protects you personally so like if something happens with the company someone can't come after you they can only come after yeah. what the company has and whatnot so just protection but just doing things the right way you know and yeah that was something we didn't really do yeah. early on that getting was getting a good accountant i will say ends up being kind changer. of the captain of the ship that tends to be the most stressful and that ship is being 
the business, the finance, the, you know, the day-to-day, the P&L, which is profit and loss. Like those things actually legitimately like stress me out. And every yeah. time we go into our accounting meetings, like me and you're just like slumped in our chair. Dude, like, those are the worst. Oh, I know. Dude. And it, you need it, right? You can't just like be naive and just ignore that and just sort of pray everything goes good. Like you need to know like what needs to, because it will inform what you can do that very next day to like steer the ship the other way. But if you don't have a good accountant and you're just sort of like flying by the seam of your pants, there was one moment and I will share this story because like, honestly, we've always tried to like be an open book. It was January. We literally were about like 15 days into escrow on buying a million dollar house, which was like a kind of, I would, I say haunted house, but it was like this old kind of like uh, location that we were going to start. We just thought it was so cool. And it was like in Los Angeles, we were literally like about to buy this house. It's January. And our accountant were like, oh, hey, like happy new year. By the way, you both owe 150K in taxes and uh, it's due in a week. And mind you, our accountant was like, I don't want to obviously throw slander, but she was not that great. Uh, Trash. She, I think was maybe more (laughs) geared for like smaller companies. And we started when we were a smaller company and we just scaled beyond her, I think, scope of knowledge. And unfortunately, we had to back out of the house because we were like, wait, we can't also do 200K down on this house and then pay 150. Like, so tax prep, having a good accountant, like, I mean, yeah. I can't, that could literally be a whole pot up. In, yeah, in we, pay, we pay a lot of money for our accountant uh, just because it's like, you know, ease, ease of mind, oh, like yeah. not having to worry about any of that stuff. Cause like, you could like not... say, Oh, I'll just watch a YouTube tutorial on QuickBooks. It's like, no, you don't, you don't want to be like, we've talked about well, this. In other episodes. If you're a creative, you don't want to be worrying about that stuff. You oh, want to no. be worried about creating stuff and what am I going to make next? You don't want to be worried about, Oh, taxes like and we'll go in and there and you were about to buy a property and they're like, Oh no, you need to file a new LLC on this because you need to detach it from this. And mm-hmm. they knew all the inner workings of how to get the max write off. And funny enough, yes, we pay them a little bit more per month, actually a lot more per month, but I've noticed like my tax payments have been lower since everything's been going through payroll. Like I'm not getting hit with these random, like, Oh yeah. In three weeks you owe 40 K. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. sort of like, I asked her like, Oh, Hey, like how am I doing for there? She's like, oh no, you're all paid up. I was like, oh, cool. Right. Like versus like this random thing that yeah, happens. Yeah, that, that had to come at, yeah, 100%. And so, whereas before we had not a great accountant yeah. and we weren't paying her a ton because she wasn't that elevated or great. She basically and just it, looked at the bank feeds and was like, cool, you made this this month. Wasn't kind of like, she wasn't an advisor. She wasn't no. like, hey, like you need to be well, putting this we away. Just, and this we away. would just get hit with these crazy numbers. Oh, by the way, you owe like 175,000 and it's uh, due this month. So like, good. Yeah, it was and just you can like, make wait, payments. What? Like, wait, like, yeah. It was, yeah. So you don't I, want to, I so would that was advise, the thing. If you're starting out and your thing's really starting to have a little bit of wind in its sail, get, get an accountant. That get is it. probably the number one get thing. Get a good accountant, especially if you're a creative filmmaker. And they can like, be you don't want to be uh, worried confidant. about that. You can go, hey, I'm kind of struggling with this. So we're, so we're doing that with this new investment property we're looking into buying. It's like they know what they're doing and talking about. So we're going to them and be like, hey, how should we pay for this? How is this going to help taxes? What kind of money do we like? And and they're able to kind of advise us on, you know, what's a smart move and not. So yeah. it's, it's, it's having an accountant that can help you with your business, but also kind of can help guide you in areas that you are not an expert at. I'm not an expert in all that no, accounting should we be, stuff. You know? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's super important. Um, you know, setting up an LLC, getting an accountant, paying for those things, pay for the, the work that you don't want to do that is super valuable and important that yeah. ultimately could also save you a bunch of money. Oh, Cause if 100%. you, you get if an you, audit or yeah, man, like you don't want those random, like, yeah, fees and bills. You don't want to go through, you know, this, take this risk, go through all this time and money and effort to like start this business, get this thing going. And you're like, uh, you know, slack, not slacking off, but underpaying 
people in particular areas like an accountant and then you get end up it ends up having to cost you more in yeah. time and money and headaches on the back end because you didn't want to spring for the the better accountant for or sure. the better yeah yeah so yeah. it's important to like really take learn learn from our mistakes yeah. like i mean we were able to push through it and and navigate and be be fine but it's it's not it de- and nothing's all yeah. sunshine and rainbows over no 100% here, you know? i mean dude there's so many little things where it was just like a kind of a coming to jesus moment like all right like let's figure it out more money more problems i mean <laughs> yeah. the more money like just because you make a lot of money doesn't mean like everything is perfect i mean like, you sometimes hear about these like rappers or nba players who are just so bad with their money because they get these huge amounts of money because it starts to pick up and they're not realizing that like half of that's going to taxes. half of it I, I think there was a there was a new qb recently uh i don't know if it was joe burrow and he was on a podcast mm. talking about when he got drafted some about his contract was like 12 million or blah 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 but then he like only got like seven of that or eight of it and it was just like like all of a sudden, like a fourth of his money just well, gone out the window. What's that infamous story with Shaq like, when he got his first signing bonus? He went and bought himself a car, his dad a car. Yeah, and then he realized, like, holy crap! No, like it's my financial. Money's- the banker called him. Was just like, hey, you're gonna go broke. Yeah. Like, you'll have no money left soon if you keep doing this. No, like, I know. You, you have to pay all these tight. You you have all this he had no stuff. No idea. Dude, not not a clue. Didn't have a clue. So it's like, yeah, you need people in your life. I mean, there's can- a literally a good podcast with Snoop Dogg, and he talks about show business, and it's show business there's two separate things there's a business aspect of it and a lot of these people and i'm going to also relate this to filmmaking creative because our heads in the clouds oh cool aspect ratio what focal length we are very creative people the business side of it is often forgotten about or just literally slept on you're like oh okay cool i'm going to make this really artistic lightroom preset pack and it does really well and you're making you know maybe an extra 2500 or 5k a month well, are you just giving yourself that 5K a month or are you putting like, technically you should be putting about 20 to 30% of that into just pretend it doesn't exist for taxes, right. depending on what state you're in. In California, I think it's like 30 to 40% goes to taxes. Here, I think it's about 18%. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. a lot. You know what I mean? So are you just, you know, eating the whole pie or like putting a little bit aside to like kind of pay for stuff right. later? You know right. what I mean? And that's something I think we learned the hard way. Cause yeah. it's like, oh cool, good month. And we just get these like fat, like wire transfers to ourselves, And then like, <laughs> I mean, we, I definitely put money aside, but like if you right. didn't, it'd be like super. Freaky. Oh yeah. Could you imagine if you like bro, just spent all that, yeah. you know, Cause I'm, I've always been good at saving my money. I don't frivolous, frivolously spend and buy stuff. And yeah. so, yeah, when I was hit with those random bills by, you know, our CPA or account yeah. at the time, it was like, it sucked, but it, the money was there to pay for it. But it was like, damn. But like, could you imagine if you would have spent all that? And oh, it's and like, I'm- I don't have the money to pay for that and what's crazy is once you like get into that cycle like because you can basically pay your tax debt uh, or they call it tax liability in installments but now you have like a car note size payment every month every month going to that that's how you get buried in that stuff yeah so yeah Yeah, i mean so i mean trying to think if there's anything else from like a business side of things where we learned the hard way where someone listening and watching like wow like i now will just completely avoid that you know i think one piece of advice i if you can shopify is the best e-com site sure there's squarespace woocommerce big cartel there's a reason why shopify is the biggest in the game it's the most expensive and funny enough like once you download shopify or use it most of the functionality comes by installing like 20 or 30 apps that are all like 30 or 40 a month on top of that. And if you're thinking about like, oh, well, my Squarespace subscription is only $19 a month. Like, cool. If that's all you can afford, like it will work to some degree. But I will say we've learned and I think we both have benefited from 
the analytics, the data. Like I can go into Shopify right now on my phone, see where we're at in the day, which product is trending, how much money is attributed to marketing, like everything, everything pinpoint. I can even look at the last right. 60 to 90 days. Oh, cool. This product's been selling. Let's make another version of this product. I would. We just didn't, we lacked those data sets right. on these other sites. Like on Big Cartel, are you, are you able to really even like track some of that? I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I don't really pay yeah. attention to that anymore. But yeah, I, I would agree with you by far, like out of all the different coming up over the years, the different kind of websites, platforms, the different things we've utilized or been involved with, Shopify by and large is Because dude, the there best. was a moment where like we were doing- well, like our, the Shopify loan like is oh, helpful huge. and huge too, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, to dive into that, because I had no idea what that was and our business you know, advisor with the agency kind of it talked about it. Like essentially right. after a while of having Shopify, Shopify is like, oh cool, like you guys are pretty successful on this platform. If you want to grow your business, we'll, we'll give you 100K and every day out of your daily sales, you can just chip away at the 100K. And that sounds daunting, but if you were to go to a, a bank and just get 100K, like it's really on you to pay, make the daily or weekly payments on it. This is auto. Auto. Just so pulls it from if your daily we made, sales. Uh, 5K today, literally like 600 would just ch chisel that away. And like we were, you know, able to use that multiple times to scale right. and grow like 10X. You know what I mean? Yeah. So hundred no, percent. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I maybe we'll do more of these in the future. I just thought kind of like a little like business one oh one, like from yeah, all hardships and mistakes. Business quick tips, you know. I mean a in. lot of this will definitely involve some Googling because we're just kind of breezing over certain things like, oh, forming an LLC, like I need more about that. Like we I mean, this would be hours. This would be a Joe Rogan yeah, three hour yeah. thing if we did every single thing. Right. These are quick takes. So if any of the things are a little foggy or question marks, definitely Google it or ask some people in your circle because yeah, they're, these are the, the things that are going to set you up for success for sure. 100%. Cool. It's all, yeah, I mean, I feel like that was good. So Yeah, I'll, maybe dive into a bit more in the future. Yeah, you know? I'm down. Down for that. All right. Well, if you guys enjoyed the episode, uh, thank you to our sponsors. <laughs> Onset Pass, Travel Color, Prism Lens Effects. We don't have sponsors. We're we're gonna keep this thing as sponsor free as long as we can. We just do this to inform and entertain you guys. So if you do enjoy it, please like, comment, subscribe. Uh, we we are here to bring you guys the information you want. There's no deeper purpose behind this other than having fun, chopping it up, giving you guys some educational and you know uh, content, and uh, yeah, just keeping it rolling. And so. Um, yeah. I don't know if you have anything else no, to add no, to you that. Merk that bro. You, you One take. <laughs> One take studios. All right. Uh it is Tom and Jake. You, you already, already know. know. Peace. <laughs>